Oh, baby, do we have a topic I'm ready to talk about today. Today, we're going to talk about how to market your products and make more money. Because whenever I started Cigar Score back in 2018, I only had a rough idea of how I would monetize that platform. I knew I wanted to, but the plan wasn't fully formed. However, looking back now, what, almost or just over, right around two years ago, or looking back at the last two years, we've got an email list with thousands of people on it. We've made money. We made money. We started from an idea and became uh, profitable, sold our first product or service in 45 days. And how we did that is what I want to talk about today. We've got a bunch of bullet points we're going to go through, but I knew whenever I started that business that I wanted to sell upgraded listings and advertising, but I didn't have a marketing plan or a strategy that I could put in place. But on January the 11th, just 27 days after that business launched, I released the product and started contacting business owners from around the country. Four days after that, on January the 15th, I made my first sale. 17 hours later, I made my second sale. So people like to be part of new things, by the way, whenever something is new. If they believe in the idea, if you have told the story around it and done some of the other things that we're going to talk about here over the next few minutes, people are willing to spend their money if you put in the work. But if you fast forward to today, as I mentioned, this business now gets over 5,000 highly targeted visitors each and every month. That's unique visitors, not just you know page views and all that kind of stuff. And it has a four-digit email list, has multiple advertisers and affiliates, and it generates thousands of dollars in revenue every single year. Plus, it's something that I like doing, so it's pretty cool as well. But I've written about how I launched this business. By the way, if you go to elrywells.com slash blog, this will be right up there at the top. And if you want the short link, you should be able to go to elrywells.com slash market money. So the topic for today is how to market your products and make more money. The short link is elrywells.com slash market money. But if you go to elrywells.com slash market money, you'll see a link right there above the image to a post about how I started my other business from scratch to profit in 45 days. So today, I wanted to focus on how to market the products and things that you can do to make more money. That sounds cool. Let's roll the intro and we'll dive right in. Hi, I'm Mallory Wells. I didn't quit a six-figure job to start my business and I didn't grow up thinking about becoming an entrepreneur. In 2014, I was fired from my job by a guy who used to be my friend for taking a personal phone call while using a company phone, and I started my business that day. If you're looking for a podcast to help you learn business basics, or maybe you're looking for some of the more advanced things you could apply to your business, this is the podcast for you, and I will help you however I can. Welcome to The Ellery Wells Show. All right, so again, this is how to market your products and make more money. And these are things, this isn't, if you've listened to the Ellery Wells show over the last several years, you know that I don't generally, I try not to anyway, I don't generally talk about theory or things that I haven't done or tested myself. If you read Exit Strategy, you definitely know that. It's it's looking back. Most of what I talk about is a look back at what has worked, lessons from what has not worked, and to teach you, to help you 
get further faster than what I did by teaching you from direct experience. So these are the these these are lessons exactly from what I have done in my business. So number one, research, research, research. So if these were tips, how to market your products and make more money, number one would be to do the research. And you must know your products as well as or better than your customers. Can you imagine if, let's say Apple released an iPhone and you break it or you do something and you go to the software engineers. Now, sometimes, you know, there are bugs and they don't know what happens, but generally they can tell you how to fix it. They've got the genius bar or whatever. I don't know. I'm not picking on Apple. I don't buy Apple products, but you walk in and they're like, oh, I've seen this before and they're able to help you. So you've got to know, we're going to talk about other things that you need to research, but just right off the bat, you need to know your product as well as or better than your customers. And for me, again, this is this is not necessarily promoting cigars to you. You can think they're evil or you can think they're wonderful or whatever it is, but I also have a link that you should watch. If you're not a fan, you should go to ellerywells.com slash market money and, and look under the research and click on the watch this first link. But I know that product. I know cigars. I've been smoking cigars since I was in college. I know the products. I know how they're made. I know the lingo, and I know how to talk in a way my customers relate to and in a way that they understand because I am that. I've been living in that world for, geez, almost almost 20 years. And if you're going to do business with people who live day in and day out with a particular problem, you've got to know about their problem as much as they do and how your product will address that problem. Research helps you understand. If you're going to talk about bugs and pest control like one of my clients, you've got to know more about bugs than the guy who's calling you for help. If you're going to sell email automations like another one of my clients, your customers shouldn't know more about email automations than you do. If you want to get into real estate, you've got to know the markets and what's available and what's not available and where people should move and not move. And you've got to be better at that than just an average Joe with a Zillow account. Research allows you to get and stay informed. In his book, Ogilvy on Advertising, Dan Ogilvy shared a tip about research and how knowledge relates to making sales. And Ogilvy, he has had made, I'm sure he's passed away now, but he's um, probably made hundreds of millions of dollars in marketing and advertising. And he says, what distinguishes a great surgeon is that he knows more than other surgeons. And it is the same with advertising agents. The good ones know more. So research enables you to sell more. You know, I'm very analytical. I love research, but there's someone else who is saying research pays off in real financial ways. The second thing that you need to do is to define your avatar. And we'll talk about what an avatar here is in about 10 seconds. But if you want to market your products more effectively and make more money in your business, you first have to know A, what your product does, and B, who it does it for. And your avatar, in case you are unaware, is it is a caricature or a representation or a description of who your customer is. And that can include their gender, their age, their problems, their goals, their financial situation, background, all of that kind of stuff. And the more information you have, the better. And at elleriewells.com slash market money, there is a link to download the avatar guide that I created. And I use it every single time I start a new business, every single time I create a new product. I want to know what the product will do. And I want to know exactly who 
would benefit from having that product and you can find that download. It's a PDF, but you can find a link to that at elleriewells.com slash market money. I know how to talk to people who enjoy cigars because I'm someone who enjoys cigars. I know how to talk to business owners because I'm a business owner. Regarding my new business, CigarScore.com, we have to cater to both to the people in the cigar community and to the business owners who run the shops all over the country. And our users are searching for a lounge. When they go to our platform, they're searching for a lounge or a listing where they'll want to spend their money and enjoy a cigar. And those listings represent Our online listings represent brick-and-mortar businesses, real places owned by entrepreneurs and companies. And the business owners who have their lounges listed on our site want their businesses to show up when people search in their geographic area. And if you've done your research, remember point number one, and you have defined your avatars here point number two, you can communicate in a natural way, in the same language that your customers would use, that's what I mean by natural way, in a way that makes it easy for your customers to relate to you. The more you know, the better you can simplify complex topics. I'm going to say that one more time because it's absolutely true, and I'm pretty sure it was Einstein said that real genius is in simplicity, and I've seen this with my my customers and friends and even family members as well, the better you, the more knowledgeable you are on on a subject, the better you understand it, the more simple you can make it. So to say that one more time, the more you know, the better you can simplify complex topics, the better you know your avatar. And in my case, I am my avatar, the more comfortable you're going to be when speaking their language. And both of those things, knowledge and research and comfort, I guess that's more than maybe two things, but both of those things lead to more sales. And then again, if you want to download the tool that I've created to help you define and create that caricature of your ideal client avatar, make sure you go to lrawells.com slash market money. Number three, you need to know where your product fits in the market if you are going to make more money and market that product effectively. So is your product high-end or is it cheap and quick? Do you make a luxury product that lasts for a really long time or do you sell perishables that will need to be replaced? It may seem like a somewhat small thing, but if you don't know where your product fits in the marketplace, you won't know how to market that product. And regarding how your product fits, there's really no right answer. You can be profitable and successful with high priced, high value. I don't want to say value because that's 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 a relative term. A high priced product as just as you can with a cheap one. I mean, look at red solo cups. <laughs> There's those are disposable. They don't cost a lot. You know, we're talking about pennies per cup probably. Let's say that three times. Pennies per cup probably. But it's a it's a valuable business and it provides a valuable product or service to the person who wants to use it. So there is no right fit for what you should charge or what you should create a product at what price point or anything like that. You can make money and be profitable in in almost any realm there. However, it's much easier to start off with a higher end or premium product and then create a budget or lower end product later than vice versa. So do you remember when budget car maker Hyundai decided to start Start manufacturing a Genesis that cost $60,000 when they were known for making like $16,000 cars. Well, 
I, I, maybe there's, I think they're still doing that, and I think they're getting better at that, but it didn't go over so well. It was an incredibly slow start, and honestly, it was kind of confusing. But when Tesla decided to drop the price of their high-end all-electric cars, they were praised for it. Teslas used to be, and in some ways, they are still incredibly expensive, but they are working to bring the price down. And by starting at a higher price and then later releasing a lower cost solution, it's going to be better or easier than making the leap from budget to premium down the road. And I've seen this in other businesses that I'm a part of. When you start off at a low cost, people start thinking of you as cheap. Like, for example, if all of us, you know, use the red solo cup as an example. If all of a sudden they went from like pennies each to dollars each, but it was about the same maybe it had slightly insulated whatever and you're like yeah i don't know if i'm gonna i don't know if i want to pay for that but putting in the work to define your customer avatar early will help you prevent your products from having this identity crisis later all right if you want to market your products and make more money Number four is to create your big idea. Whenever I think about starting a new business or adding a new product, I think about four things. Number one, I look at the need the product is going to meet. Number two, I think about how much work is going to be involved to make the product successful. Three, I look at the profit margin. Not one or two, but I look at that third. If a product doesn't meet a need and it takes a lot of time and effort, I don't know that I care if it's super profitable because it's not going to be fun and fulfilling and some of those other things. And then fourth and finally, though, I look at the product and if it can scale and if it's sustainable. Those maybe are kind of a two-pointer there. But can it scale with a small team? Can I do it as a one-man shop and a, and a laptop? Do I need to hire employees? And is this a temporary fad or is this something that will continue for a while, like creating masks during COVID. I mean, you can possibly scale that. Is it sustainable? Well, temporarily, uh, maybe for a long time, I hope not. But, you know, we've got vaccines and everything that have just been released or come out, depending on where in the future you listen to this. But is if making a complete business around making masks for a disease that's been we've been vaccinated against, okay, it's not totally sustainable anymore. But as you build your business and you come up with your next product, either one of those, think about your idea as a big idea, as a significant idea, and think about it in the terms of changing the world. And that might scare you a little bit, but it's kind of interesting. Does creating an idea that could change the world, does that shock you? Is your idea awesome? Is your product unique and will it last? Those are just some things that I like to think about. And whenever I created Cigar Score, I knew the need my product would meet. I wanted to build a the best place to find and rate where to smoke cigars. I wanted to build something better than Google for my fellow aficionados. However, I wasn't totally prepared for the amount of work it would take to be successful. And in fact, it still sometimes shocks me how much work is involved in maintaining and growing that business. Profit margins are great. Uh, if I didn't pay for myself in that particular, in this example. And while I think it's a pretty awesome idea, my idea isn't totally unique, but I do think it will last and scale and that it's very sustainable. So that's how those four things, that big idea and how it applies to my business. Number five, 
you got to make your product the hero in your marketing. In your customer's eyes, you are not the hero. They are. And heroes need great tools. So in your marketing, your product has to be worthy of the hero, which is yeah, your customer. Your customers have to see themselves achieving all of their goals as a result of using their product or being your product being a key element, a key tool in their journey to see success however they define it. Your product is the hero that saves the day. It is the hero that meets the need. The product solves the problem and it is the tool your customers can use to do amazing things. And pro tip The larger the goal your customer can accomplish with your product, the more you can charge for it. Hey, I'm thirsty and, you know, I'm going to pay two bucks for a water at the checkout counter. Cool. I'm going to be thirsty again. It's a disposable product, maybe a profitable product. I think you can make money in the water industry, but, you know, it doesn't, it's not a life changer. However, if someone is dying of thirst, that water, I'm not saying you should price gouge somebody, but if somebody somebody was super thirsty, like when we were walking around Las Vegas a few years ago, it was super hot and we would have paid almost anything within reason. You know, we weren't dying, but we would have paid, you know, significantly more than a couple dollars for a bottle of water because the need was so high. Supply and demand. But anyway, so market your hero product by showing it in use. Market your hero product by illustrating the results it will help your avatar achieve. And as an an example, fitness products don't show overweight people in their marketing. They show fit, cut, and ripped people who could have only gotten that way by using the hero product. Number six, the sixth tip to market your products and make more money is to make your product good. And I'm using air quotes over here, good. Customers want to feel good about what they're buying and who they're buying it from. Do you remember like conflict diamonds? And and I don't even know if you, I don't know how that started. I'm just, you remember it? People don't want to buy diamonds that have, that could be, you know, blood diamonds or from a conflict area. They want to feel good about spending that money. They want, they don't want to know that, you know, slave labor was made, used to make their, their shoes. You can think of all sorts of examples about when an Apple II, for that matter, you know, when they were using, they were, they were having labor problems and all this stuff. People were jumping out of Foxconn buildings and all this stuff. It affects a global market when companies are thought, big companies in that case, are thought to be doing business in a way that's not good. So again, customers want to feel good about what they're buying and who they're buying it from. If they're confident that you and your product are good, but they question your competitors, they're going to buy from you. So we're going to bring up Ogilvy again. In his research, he says people who know a company well are five times more likely to have a favorable opinion of it. And to borrow a paraphrase from Cole Hatter, who you've heard maybe have heard me talk about the Thrive Conference, all things being equal, consumers will choose to buy from a company that is doing good in the world. So you don't have to be a saint. Your company doesn't have to take a pledge drive or it doesn't have to be a nonprofit. But but, but knowing that your products are safe, that they're secure, 
that they're not going to get their identity stolen, that they're non-toxic or unharmful or otherwise good in the eyes of a consumer. Knowing that, you can market them better, and if your customers know it, there's a better chance that they are going to buy from you. The seventh thing and the final thing is to tell a story. Stories sell, and whether your story is how you saved a marriage with your product or how you helped someone get out of debt or it's a dramatic transformation, tell a story with your products. Tell a story with your business. And there's a link. Again, this is under number seven at LRAWells.com slash market money. There's a link to storytelling for business. You should check that one out as well. Because as an example, Apple is the most valuable company in the world. So ask yourself this question. Do you know the story of Steve Jobs? Do you know a detail? Maybe you know the whole thing. But is it a coincidence that the most valuable company in the world that really sells like a laptop, a phone, a tablet, and um, what, maybe some headphones or something? I, there's no way you would convince me that Apple is the most valuable company in the world. However, it's the most valuable company in the world. And I bet you know part of the story or all of the story of its founder. Am I right? Moving on, one of the best stories uh, is to use an example of before and after. So let's look at Uber real quick. Before, you had to call a cab and wait. After Uber, you can get a car on demand right from your phone. Let's look at Domino's Pizza. Now, if you don't like Domino's, when was the last time you tried them? Because this is this is real life right here because uh, we've I've had this discussion with my family members. Before, they admitted they went – remember those ads? They're like, yeah, our pizza sucks. We suck, and we're going to fix it. So before, their pizza sucks. After, they have transformed their company into the largest pizza company in the entire world. We like Domino's. We've had pizza made by Italians up in Boston and New York, so don't lecture me about, about great pizza. But Domino's makes a pretty solid pizza, and they have done that, and they can tell you their entire story before, insert some transformational thing about growth and whatnot, and then afterwards, they are the largest pizza company in the entire world. As a contrary to that, what about Pizza Hut? I remember going to Pizza Hut all the time as I was a kid, but they're barely around now, and I can't tell you their story. So just take that for what it's worth. Finally, let's talk about a home improvement company. Before, the house was run down and nothing worked and everything was falling apart. And then afterward, after my team went in and fixed it, uh, you know, everything worked. The home felt alive and the house was transformed into something anyone would be proud of. Uh, Weight loss photos, design photos, copywriting of before and after, documenting, all that kind of stuff. If you want to market your products and make more money, describe the problem your customers face. Show it to them. Take a before and after photo and tell the story of how your product is the solution and how it will help them get from the before to the after photo or whatever it is that you are going to deliver. So to summarize, research everything, study the market, do everything you can to understand your customers and invest the time in learning the ins and outs of your products and what they do and who they do it for. Price your products according to the joy they provide, the need they meet, or the solution they offer. Develop a plan to make your product the hero so other heroes can wield it to get what they want. And finally, put in the work to discover the story you, your business, and your products have to tell. When you do each of these things, 
you're going to grow your business, you're going to sell more products, and you're going to make more money. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ellery Wells, and this is The Ellery Wells Show. I hope you have an amazing day. If you liked this, make sure you tell your friends, family, business partners about this and send them over to elleriewells.com slash market money. We'll see you again soon. Now go do something awesome. (laughs) 